Hi everyone, hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Oliver Ko, and you're listening to Malaysian Politics Explained, a podcast where we dive into the ins and outs of Malaysia's political system and discuss the policies that will help shape our future. In the last couple of weeks, the Perikatan National Government, led by Tan Sri Muhyiddin Yassin, has managed to pass the 2021 budget through its second reading and most of the committee stage. Now, if you have no idea what that means, don't worry, you're not alone. I'm sure by now most of you have seen or at least heard about the 2021 budget going through Parliament. However, based on the news that I myself have read, if you're not a person who understands parliamentary jargon and terms like second reading or committee stage or divisional voting or even block voting, you will find it difficult to understand what's going on. And let's be honest, the majority of people have no idea about any of these terms. So that's why today on Malaysian Politics Explained, we're going to be looking at the life cycle of the budget in Parliament and answering a few key questions. The first is what is a parliamentary bill? After that, we'll be looking at the stages that a bill goes through in order to be made law. And lastly, we'll be going through the political implications for both the opposition and the government as to the passing of this budget. So let's dive straight in. What is a bill? A bill is basically a draft piece of legislation. It is basically a written suggestion made by a member of parliament for a new law. The budget is what is known as a finance bill or a supply bill. Basically, the finance minister makes a suggestion as to how the expenditure for the government should be organised in the following year, and parliament must vote in order to authorise that expenditure. Now, in order for a bill to be passed, it must go through parliament, and there's sort of a life cycle that it must go through to become law. You know, it's sort of like how a caterpillar must turn into a butterfly by going through like the metamorphosis, right? So I've left a link to a diagram of this cycle, but basically there are five stages. A first reading, a second reading, a committee stage, a report stage, and finally a third reading. Now, During the first reading of the bill, its title and aims are read, and this is basically only a short introduction. There will be no debate at this stage. After this comes the second reading, and at this stage, the minister in charge will go over the bill in detail. The MPs will also debate the merits of the bill and ask any pertinent questions, and this will usually take place over a few days. So after this is done, the MPs will be called to vote on the bill. And this is what was done a couple weeks ago during the vote on the budget. Now, the vote format is enshrined in Parliament Standing Orders, and usually takes place in two stages. At first, the Speaker of the House, uh, currently Asa Harun, will ask for an oral vote. Now this part is kind of weird. Basically, the whole parliament will then shout and indicate orally whether they agree or disagree, and if the Speaker hears that the yes votes are louder than no votes, the bill will pass. And if he hears that the no votes are louder, then the bill will fail. However, uh, this can be challenged, and if it is challenged, he will request the opposing MPs to stand 
to request a divisional vote. If 15 MPs stand, the voting will then be done through an official count. After the 2021 budget's second reading, there was not enough MPs to request a divisional vote. Only 12 or 13 MPs stood up, and if that happens, the bill automatically passes the second reading and goes to the committee stage. The committee stage is sort of like the editing process of the bill. It is where MPs propose amendments and debate specific portions of the bill. Traditionally, in the Westminster parliamentary system, which Malaysia's parliament is modelled on, this is done by committees made up of a few MPs. That's why it's called the committee stage. But in Malaysia, the bills go before a committee of the whole house, meaning the entire parliament will examine the bill and propose amendments. Now, this is the stage that the 2021 budget is currently in as of the making of this episode. Different parts of it pertaining to the funding of different ministries in the government are currently being read and amended and voted upon. So the specific section that would would be funding the healthcare department, for example, would be read and voted on, then agriculture, then education, and so on and so forth. If MPs disagree with a particular section in question, it will be put to a block vote. So you will vote on that particular section and that particular amendment. Right now, the budget has already passed several block votes and it looks like it will pass the committee stage. After the committee stage, the amendments to the bill are reported in a report stage and finally, it will be read a third time and the MPs will be asked to vote one final time for the whole bill. After that, the bill will move to the Dewan Negara or the Senate which is comprised of unelected senators from each state. These senators will then check and vote on the bill before it is passed to the Yang Dipetuan Agong for royal assent. Once the Yang Dipetuan Agong gives royal assent, which is essentially a royal seal of approval, he stamps the bill, it will be published and it will become law. So that's basically how a bill becomes law. In summary, it will first be proposed by a member of parliament. Then MPs will be given the chance to debate on it and vote. After that, it will enter a committee stage where the MPs will look at particular clauses and suggest amendments. After that, there will be a final reading and a vote. At this point, the bill will have made its way through the Dewan Rakyat. After that, the Dewan Negara which is the Senate, will check it one last time and it will be sent to Yang Dipetuan Agong for royal assent before being published. Now usually this is where I'd end my episode, but a lot of Malaysians are also wondering, why is this budget in the national spotlight? Why is it so important? So I thought we'd discuss uh, why is it so newsworthy and why is it being talked about in every newspaper and online portal. Now quick caveat, the next bit will focus more on the political push and pull between the administration and the opposition, I will try my best to be as neutral and as non-partisan as possible in this analysis. Now, the real answer to as to why the budget is so important is that the fate of this budget represents the fate of the current government. In our previous episode on the fall of administrations and the fall of governments, we talked about how one of the ways the Prime Minister and his administration would be forced to resign 
would be if the 2021 budget failed in parliament. Now, Datuk Seri Anwar Ibrahim and the rest of the Pakatan Harapan leadership have thus been looking towards the budget as a way to remove Tantri Muhyiddin's Perikatan National Administration. However, you know, despite opposition parties being critical of the budget, only 12 MPs actually stood to request a balloted vote after the second reading in Parliament. When asked about this, MPs indicated that the Pakatan Harapan leadership had chosen the course of action as a strategic move to ensure that they are not seen as holding up crucial aid to communities in need. Anthony Lok, head of uh, DAP in Parliament, said that the coalition would instead debate specific portions which they disagreed with during the committee stage. However, with the budget having survived all block votes in the committee stage as of date, it looks increasingly like Perikatan National and Tantri Muhyiddin Yassin is here to stay and that Pakatan Harapan has lost its opportunity to take back power. Furthermore, if he succeeds in passing the budget, Tantri Muhyiddin Yassin and his Perikatan National administration will have managed to achieve a small but significant victory and establish a sense of legitimacy. Now, let me explain. So since the change of administration in January and with the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, the government has been unable to show a meaningful majority in parliament and has always seemed to be on the brink of collapse. You know, there are always talks about how Anwar Ibrahim has the numbers to unseat Muhyiddin. But with the 2021 budget having gone through multiple hurdles and Perikatan National seeming to have emerged politically unscathed, it would be difficult for critics to argue that the government will collapse at any minute. Because of this, they have sort of established a sense of stability at the moment. Now, it should be noted that the budget is not over yet. The vote it's not over yet. It can still be voted down. As of the recording of this episode, it has still not passed its third and final vote. However, at this point, the opposition is facing a catch-22 and uh, Pakatan Harapan finds itself in between a rock and a hard place. Because they have taken so long, they are left with voting down the budget at the last minute and depriving many Malaysians of much-needed financial aid and economic stimulus after having wasted months fussing over it. And on the other hand, if they pass the budget, they will sacrifice their long-awaited chance to take back the reins of government. And that's why it is currently so hotly debated in the media. If the budget passes, Muhyiddin and his administration will be in a much stronger position and Pakatan Harapan will be a much weaker one. If it fails, there might be a change of government. That's all for this episode of Malaysian Politics Explained. Hope you guys enjoyed the content, and if you have any ideas for future episodes, do let me know by DMing me on Instagram or on Facebook. And remember, register to vote.